0: Hello and welcome to this podcast that you've just downloaded. I know the intro sounds low quality, it's recorded on my phone, didn't do it when I was in the studio um, because it's been a bit busy. I'm making excuses. It's just work shy, it's just shoddy workmanship isn't it? That's what you're listening to. However, the actual show should hopefully be better. Um, What we did is a radio show and trimmed down all the bits that weren't me just making jokes about the news, got rid of that and kept these bits. Here's what we did earlier on the radio. We've got a cracking show ahead of us. I must admit I already... I will admit i've made notes for today's show my handwriting is abysmal we're either going to talk about glasbo or glasto probably glasto kev b uh, i don't know what that is this one looks like uh, trezon trezon we're talking about trezon on today's show i made these notes you know i was busy um and then of course buddy bun we're talking about buddy bun Glasbo, Kev B, and I will try and work out what any of this means, but we'll turn it into a show one way or another. We all meet up here on a regular basis because you like music and we have a laugh and we talk about the news. And One of the stories in the news for those who really love their music, um, Glastonbury is in all the papers and by that I mean the Glastonbury festival, not just the place. One of them seems nice. Um, But it's all happening, it's the first time in a while it's happened isn't it because of pandemic-y things. And I just wanted to do a shout out for some of the artists listed, not on the big main stages maybe, but some of the modern popular artists that if you love your music I'm sure you're into. So if you are going to go to Glastonbury, look out to see some of the big names touted. Um, Stone Age Pilots, they'll be there. Um, Daphne's Tunic, you want to listen to some of them, especially from their first album. Um, Electro Spurt, you can go along and try and see Electro Spurt on the, the disco stage. Uh, Weekend Knitting Club, one of my favourite artists. um, Parp. You can go and see Parp. And of course it's not just like these indie bands, is it? You can go and see rappers these days. They've got amazing rappers at Glastonbury this year. Lil Derek is going to be playing. DJ EpiPen. And uh, Cherry Lippy is going to be... Now yes, you're right, by now you've worked out I have made up all of those. But I think the point is, it took you a few in there to work out that I was making them up. It's Glastonbury all, it's cracked up to me! Yeah. I, for one, grateful that the uh, weather's getting a bit cloudier over the weekends, all a bit too much, isn't it? Now, ordinarily, we would deal with these kind of entertainment news stories with Larry, but I've been busy, so Larry's not available today. But there is a great news story. Now, I'm kind of riding on the coattails of where this story's from. I think it was the Jimmy Kimmel show or the Jimmy Fallon show. There was a Jimmy involved in America, and Kevin Bacon went on there. And as a joke, they showed Kevin Bacon the picture of the Kevin Bacon restaurant, which I think is in Argentina. And the interesting thing is, Kevin Bacon, he's never heard of it. He said, I've got absolutely no links to this at all. Now, I suppose if your surname is Bacon, if this place mainly sells bacon, you can understand. It's gonna be you, isn't it? They're gonna pick your name for it. But I can't imagine any restaurant just sells bacon, so the idea that you just nick someone's identity and call your your restaurant The Kevin Bacon Restaurant when he's not linked to it. Well, he swears he's not linked to it. Kevin Bacon says he's not linked to it, although he does know someone someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who works there. So, yeah, maybe he is linked. This one worries me. You know I like my tech and gadgetry, but Amazon's creepy new Alexa feature will mimic the voices of dead relatives. Is this not the thing of nightmares? This futuristic new feature uses artificial intelligence to recreate the voice of dearly departed ones, meaning that relatives can read you a bedtime story or crack bad jokes. I got, I got enough bad jokes, but... You know what worries me about this? I see this story as saying that you could speak again to a loved one. Look, I've lost people recently, I know how, what that would be like, but I think part of being healthy is moving on rather than just living in the past. But the other thing that worries me about this story is if they, if they can sample someone's voice and have it say anything, I am literally not needed here. <laughs> I mean, I'm only this close to being needed here before, but now Alexa can just... How do we know that I'm actually alive? This is a valid question isn't it? How can you be sure that I'm alive? You know last year when I went in for that operation having a lump removed at my tongue? Maybe I never made it off the operating slab. Is it a slab? Maybe I should have gone to a hospital to have it done but maybe I'm dead Steve right now and this is all being created. And think about it, how would you prove that I'm alive? What, well, because you see me on the telly? They could probably do that with trickery these days. So anyway, um, if you are HMRC. We just forget about charging me any tax anymore Because I might be dead This story is worrying me Although at the same time there is an element of pride That I have in this story A pride, a local pride The story is that um, experts are saying That builders who have that little part How does one describe it Where the jeans are slung somewhat low And the uh, cleavage That is then left on display For all to see or to park a bike in Apparently, it's a worry for for sunburn. Builders working out in the sun with the with a, that bit showing, and this is where my pride comes in. It's known as the Dagenham cleavage. Other areas of this nation have things named after them: Melton Mowbray, Port Pie, Glasgow for its headbutt. Um, but we we have we can lay claim to the Dagenham cleavage. That, that lovely little uh, fold of a builder's bottom that is on display, or a plummet, you know, but, but apparently it's a worry for all that, how sunny it gets, you can then get a sunburn patch, where your tramp stamp would be, and it's really bad for you, but I'm not sure what we're meant to do about this story, because no offence, but if I'm walking past a builder, and they've got their Dagnam cleavage proudly on show, I'm not going to walk up with some cream and say, here mate, do you want uh, if I can just, you just pay attention to, uh, to the, all the building and I'll get that for you. Not a chance that you can jog on! while well, we talk about the heat, heat waves, there's been an, uh, a movement to name heat waves. You know that in the olden days, when we used to have a storm, we used to say, oh no, there's a storm. And some bright spark thought, oh, let's give it human names. That won't be confusing. And now if you have a storm, you've got to call it Barbara or Daniel or some absolute stupid name. And there's actual research that says some names, especially women's names, people then don't think they're as scary, so they take bigger risks. Stupid. So what do the boffins do? They come up with the idea of naming heatwaves. What? Like storms? Great. Gales? They're already called gales because they're called gale. But heat heatwave Terry? Is that... Are you going to stay indoors more because heatwave is heatwave Terry? And some names... This is going to happen again. Some names just aren't that hot. Heatwave Derek. How hot would you think Derek is? Probably going to go out in a coat. Of course, they could just simply change the names, the hotter the name. We use that when it's a really bad heatwave. So, every so often I'll be sat here saying, I'm sorry, the latest heatwave has just been upgraded to a Steve. <clears throat> there's a story that worries me about what's happening with us with the cost of living crisis. We need a jingle for cost of living crisis, don't we? We talk about it so much. But apparently, now there's been an increase in the number of drivers, and it says this in the newspaper, who zoom off. From the forecourt, so they fill it with the petrol and just zoom off, they don't pay for it because petrol's so expensive now. And look, I've been on this show moaning about how expensive petrol is, but no, it's not enough to turn to crime. And also, if you are a criminal, don't zoom off, you're wasting more petrol. You should pull off slowly and without excessive acceleration because if you zoom off after doing a crime, you're just going to burn through more petrol and need to nick some more before you know it. Honestly, it's almost as if these criminals don't really care about other people. Uh, so, we've missed quite a lot of, over the last two days, Larry. Larry normally brings his entertainment news. We'll be back next week. You can track him down on social media, at Larry Ents, He's got some, uh, the Vicky Patterson one, I think, it's just being posted. Meanwhile, though, a story that we could have talked about is um, Rupert Murdoch and Jerry Hall. They're getting divorced. Shocking, isn't it? Um, and the headline here, Mystery over £14 billion tycoon Rupert Murdoch. A love split with fourth wife. It was reported earlier this week that they were um, heading towards divorce. With it having prompted speculation over a possible prenup. Ooh. Rupert Murdoch and Jerry Hall apparently might have had some sort of an agreement. He was 84 at his fourth wedding and is now 91 as he faces his next divorce. Well, there's still time. And the thing, a lot of people I've read it, uh, on the internet saying that this is because of the no-fault divorces. You know that these days you don't have to say there's a fault. And I think they mean because now they're not going to like argue over it in the court, but I I think they've hit the nail on the head. This is exactly because of no-fault divorces, because before they brought that rule in, if you wanted to get divorced, you had to live separate from someone for two years. And he's... we'll put it this way, it's barely worth the paperwork, innit? The newspaper column in the Romford Recorder, which is out today, talks about a few things. Um, And thank you to uh, Philippa, who gets in touch and says that I missed missed out part. In the column, I talk about how train strikes, very 80s. Inflation, very 70s. She adds into the mix, Kate Bush being top of the charts, very 80s as well. So in that newspaper column that you can get in the Ronford Recorder, I thought I was being witty, saying, oh, look, look how back the retro goes. Inflation is like the 70s. That's before we heard the polio story. That's, that's gone really retro. That's not been a while, has it? Whew. Thought we'd seen the back of that, but apparently these trends do come round again. Um... So that's the podcast done for another week. Look at this, you've achieved a whole week's worth. We'll do another one next week. Um, get subscribed. That way it will appear in your inbox or however subscription works in the world of podcasts. And you can, what's the other thing? Oh, yeah, the columns that get mentioned in the show, get them online. Track me down on uh, social media at Mr. Stephen Allen and I will send you them because desperate for readers. No? Is that not what I meant to say? Okay. So uh, thank you for subscribing and all of this luck. Until next time, bye.